Hey, Catherine. Hey, hey, hey. So, guys, joining me today is Catherine. She was on a couple of weeks ago, so no intro needed. And, Catherine, I want to just get straight into it. Let's talk Salt Lake City. Oh, yeah. my God. Girl, oh, my God. Where, where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? <laughs> There's just so much right this? now. I know. Do you want to I- start... Who do you want to start with? You want to start with Monica? You want to start with Mary? Who, who do you want to start with? I want to start with Mary. That was an interesting end to the episode. You think she's coming back? I think that's it for her. That's it. I, I, think, I think that's it. I don't think she's coming back. She doesn't like, she admittedly doesn't like half the cast or three quarters of the cast. She doesn't like the cast, and I also think that she's bringing race too much into it. You know what I mean? It just seems like every single season, it's like something always involves race, like racial issues with her. You know, in the first season, it was whatever she was saying about black people. Jen Shaw called her out on it. And then there was that whole thing where she was saying about like 7-Eleven and black people. And then yeah and then season two it was even more controversial because her and jenny they got into it and that whole entire thing and then there was like so many other very ignorantly racist things that she said she compared jen shaw to like a mexican drug dealer oh i forgot about that one yes and then she wasn't there on she wasn't there on season three but she was only on this reunion episode for about 10 minutes. And in that 10 minutes, she brought race into it again. And I, I kind of feel like she's just one of those problematic people that are just, you know, she, she's a hot mic and, and there's no knowing what she's going to say. I feel like she's too problematic. But I also clipped onto my uh, social media platforms this interview that Teddy Mellencamp did with her. And she herself, Mary herself, acknowledges that, you know, production is icing her out because Teddy was like, what do you mean? And and she's like, well, I'm, I'm not getting invited to any events. And Ooh, Teddy was that's like, that's not a good sign. Yeah. And, and Teddy was like, well, what about Meredith's a party? You guys are close. And she's like, no, no, I, I didn't get invited to anything. And she's like, wait, the group or production? And she's like, production. And she's like, yeah, you know, I'm not getting invited to anything. And Teddy was like, oh, I thought it was just you removing yourself from the situation. That's what I thought. I thought she, Mary, had just like had enough and was like, forget you guys. Yep. Nope, girl. I didn't realize that it was the other way around. I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to send you that clip because everybody wants to like argue with me saying production loves her and all this other stuff. I was like, hear it from the horse's mouth herself. Look, let's be real. They did not know how it was going to go with Monica. They were trying to yes. go with the Jen Shaw. They were trying to go with the Jen Shaw angle and they didn't know how it was going to go with Monica, so they bought Mary back because and she has they- a fan base. She has a fan base and they needed the ratings. That what yeah. that's what it comes down to. No matter how problematic a person is, they cared they care about the ratings. It's why, like, even in New Jersey, you know, Margaret Josephs, she thought she was going to do something with all that accusations. 
that you know her side of the couch yeah. had against yeah. Louis, but it didn't like it didn't do anything because Teresa brings in the ratings. So it was like they thought that they were going to be able to do something by getting Teresa fired through Louis. But it, it's like Bravo at the end of the day is a network. They care about ratings. They care about、uh, ratings. Like ratings equals ad revenue equals money in their pocket. Yes. So I think Mary is so, I, done. Yeah, I think- Yeah, I, I have a feeling she's done after that. She, I mean, I can't believe the things that come out of her mouth. I think she was born without any kind of filter. Like when she called Heather inbred and then doubled down at the reunion and said, "I well, know you, you you make fun of my house and that's worse." No, no, honey, that's not worse. <laughs> Well, she and you know people excuse her behavior. I seen a lot. I I seen in a lot of like social media、um, discussions, people were saying, "Oh, the girls are all afraid of Mary and all this other stuff." Look, I personally think that the white girls are afraid of Mary, and they're afraid of Mary because she is I think black. He's afraid of her. Well, I think the white girls are afraid of Mary because she's black, so she will like. You know, if if they feel like if they say something wrong to her, or if they call her out, she's gonna throw in that racist card. And we saw it with Whitney. You know, when Whitney tried to defend herself, Mary was like, "You're a racist." And, and it's, but, it's kind of deflection because there's、yeah. no real reason that Mary is. I mean, Whitney's not my favorite, but there's no real reason Mary is as mean to her as she is. I I think it's just all about power, you know. She loves being in control of her congregation at church, so it's、yeah. like, you know, she, she needs to, to do that. Being surrounded by yes men because she、yeah. is the head of a congregation, and she's not sure how to. She doesn't know how to deal with it when she's actually challenged. Yes. Okay. Lisa, her. Okay, now you watched the the Peacock one, so you you、yes. got the you、I、got the uncensored, uncensored, and the extended.、Um, she talks about Jack. She talks about how you know she, he wasn't able to go on his mission right away because there was problems with、uh, his visa with the photo that he took, and but he's you know he's on his mission and everything. He is、um, in Colombia. He's in Colombia now. What? What you know, Lisa was getting it a little bit、um, when she was trying to defend、um, her beliefs, and you know the fa- and she got some hard questions, and she got questions about her faith. But I felt like you know what, it wasn't fair to just target her because Andy Cohen asked her about how does she feel being a Mormon and what the Mormon belief stands for、um, amongst like、um, you you know the. LGBTQIA、yeah. community. I thought she handled that very well because she said all religions are not very nice to them, and it's true. Like she's it, right. I was、true. raised Catholic. I'm I'm Catholic and, too, and it's like yeah, it's a sin. <laughs> They say it in the church. Yeah, and my brother-in-law's Catholic, and he、uh, raised Catholic, and he's gay.、And、yeah. So it's, this is not、uh, Pentecostals. Even Jewish people, even Jewish people, Andy Cohen, he's Jewish. It is not um, unique to the Mormon religion. It's not. Yeah. It's like that in most religions, and absolutely in Orthodox religions, it is. That's the way it is. They still don't accept gay people. I I kind of see how um, I kind of see how Lisa feels about her Mormon faith. I I feel like. 
you, you know, it's like the same with me when people ask me like what my religious whatever is, I say I'm Catholic because, you know, I did all the sacraments and everything. I was confirmed and all that other yeah, stuff. So I say Catholic, but at the same time, like, do I actually think I'm drinking the blood of Christ and eating the body yeah. of Christ? No, I don't believe in that shit. Do I go to confession so that a priest can absolve me of my sins? No, I don't believe in that either. I could talk to God directly. You know, so it's like, I I also don't believe in priests not being able to be married. Like, I think they should have a wife. You know, I, they think should have a, <laughs> I think they should have a wife. Maybe I, we, I also, <laughs> there'd be a lot less problems in the church because they were allowed to marry. Yes, I also don't believe in, you know, what the church feels about, uh, you know, th- 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 about gays and lesbians and, and and all that other stuff. I, I don't believe in that either. So it, it's like, I understand what Lisa was saying. I don't yeah, understand... I- I don't understand why they're putting it just on her though, because it is That's not what I don't unique. Because I feel like they're being really hard on Lisa when that's the you know the truth. And many my parents are Catholic. My they went to Catholic school. They don't go to church every Sunday. They yeah. don't go to church on holidays anymore. Yeah. I mean, so I feel like Lisa's been given a hard time in a way that is slightly unfair because it's like that in pretty much every religion. Yes, I I felt like Lisa, when Andy Cohen was asking her about that, I felt like a good rebuttal for Andy Cohen would have been like, well, Andy, you're Jewish. What does the Jewish faith say about, you know, the lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans community? I was a religion minor. You can find anything in any religious text. They're pretty much all can be bent and skewed to be anti-LGBTQIA. Yeah, um, Whitney. We're we're gonna just go down the list. Okay, Whitney. Um, boring. I'm not sure she's boring. going to be very boring. Oh, I'm not sure she's going outfit. to be that. that she outfit. looked like Tinkerbell. She looked like Tinkerbell. What you know what? It, you know what it reminds me of? You ever see the sexy adult costumes? Right. Yeah. The sexy adult Halloween costumes. It's like sexy police officers. Sexy. sexy yeah. Like she looks like one of those like a. Halloween costumes where it's like sexy Tinkerbell. <laughs> I, before you said that, I was thinking kind of ice capades. <laughs> I like sexy Tinkerbell better though. I think that's good. She she and is boring. Like, she you, did. Did you look at the mirror? Oh, well, she had one that was good. You know what she looks? She, I don't like her with the long hair. She looks I really she pretty. Looks good with a bob. She does. She she's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. What do you What do you think? This season, she was completely boring. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I like you know. Sh- I think you- the only way they bring her back is if she agrees to film with Monica. Oh yeah. That and I, I and I'm saying this now. This is going on the record. If Monica returns, Whitney will be the first to cave. Oh, I know, because she's the most. She she's the one that's most in jeopardy. That's why she was screaming in Bermuda about her vagina because she knew she had to bring it. She had to bring something. She knew it at the end of the season. She hasn't made much of an impact yet. I know. That's why she's trying to make that she was trying to get her moment. Um, I feel like 
Whitney might be demoted to a friend of.、Um, I don't think they would cut her out completely. She might be demoted to a friend of. I kind of feel like maybe they would make Angie K full time, not not Angie K, Angie Angie H. What? Yeah, you know, I never understood that. Angie H has all the making of a housewife. Why、oh, wasn't、yeah. she cast? So why wasn't she、I、ever given the opportunity? I wonder if it had something to do with the fact that her husband was trolling cast members, and she got punished as a result. That could be it. That could be it. But then, like Monica's, you, you know, you, that that kind of flies out the window if you have Monica on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm really curious to see if they bring her back. I mean, as we were talking about in the beginning, things and the ratings were good this year. They were great. They the, were great. Not even just the rep, just the buzz about the season. You got Jennifer Lawrence talking about it on the Golden Globes red carpet last week. You've got, a, I think it's a some politician talking, yeah, yelling,、um, receipts, proof, timelines, screenshots. <laughs> I mean, it is gone. It's like it's hit pop culture now. So I don't know how、uh, they get rid of her at this point. Here is the thing, though.、Um, yes, the ratings matter, but she's causing a lot of problems. And、yes. Jen Shaw, Jen Shaw has been speaking out. She's been speaking out through her people. You know, she still has、um, her 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 friend, her former assistant,、um, Marillo. He's very loyal to her. He's been. Uh, doing a few podcasts, making the media rounds, he's been speaking out in defense of her. He's been really telling his side of the story, and he comes off very believable and very credible, more credible than that Koa guy, that designer guy that is going around speaking on behalf of Monica.、Mm-hmm. I like if I had a. If, if I had to choose between the two, whose story I found, whose narrative I found more believable, I believe Marillo's narrative more. And Marillo, so here is the thing: Marillo said that、um, you know Monica was never a friend like that. That how Jen and Monica met was that. Um, so now I don't know what it's called out in Utah, but around here it's called Angie's List. It's basically like where you could get yeah, a handy man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically,、um, so Marillo said that Monica was never a friend like that. She's lying. It's complete BS. He said that me, like me and Jen, like Jen is my family. And if you go onto like Marillo's、uh, social media platforms, he has like. Pictures of her up. He like he, one of he um like a genuinely loyal friend. And he like he pinned it. He pinned it the day her her the day that she went to jail. That he had taken、um, like photos of her and he had pinned it and it's still up. You know. But what Marillo has been saying is that um you know Monica was never Jen's friend. They were never friends like that. How. Jen and Monica met was, and I'm going to have to tell this to Lindsay because Lindsay keeps on saying that it was the 
Kikoa, the designer, and that's how they were introduced. But Marillo, actually, he's been making the media tours, like correcting everything. And he said, because, you know, him and Jen are really close. They're still very close. Yeah. He's, he he calls her. Um, he visits her when he can. And, he's, and he actually even has access to her social media platforms. Like he has her logins and stuff like that. So uh, he said that what happened was that in one of Jen's houses that, um, you know, her husband coach, he went online to look for like a handyman kind of like on an Angie's list. I don't know what yeah. it's called over there in Utah. And Monica's husband, you know, he won the bid, uh, the bid for it. And when he was coming over, you know, they knew that it was Jen Shaw. They knew that like it was uh Jen Shaw from the Real Housewife of Salt Lake City. And then she came with her husband, her husband, Mike. She came with her husband, Mike, because she wanted to meet Jen. That was how they met. So she like right off the bat and Marillo said, you know, like obviously she knew who Jen was because why would any wife go with their handyman husband to go, yeah. you know, like to do construction work. Yeah. So what happened was she um, coach and Jen had hired Mike to install like a uh, like home security system in their house. And because Mike was the one that was installing it, Monica had access to like, you know, uh, how to set up the cameras and everything. And that was how she was able to get like the recordings of Jen, which is like a huge invasion of privacy. Is that and legal? No, it's not legal. Like, coach, coach, sue her ass. Like, oh my yeah, God, I'm coach, sure like, sue her ass. Like, are you kidding me? She is breaking so many laws. Like, legit, like, even, even the FBI cannot surveillance you unless they have a warrant signed by a judge so for her to just do that because she was like that is so grimy she is a dangerous dangerous person oh. so people so people who are going around saying that oh no monica was doing it because she was trying to expose jen shaw no she wasn't she went over with her husband mike because she wanted to meet jen shaw she wanted to meet like you know a celebrity or what would be considered a celebrity in utah i mean mcromney is kind of considered a celebrity <laughs> but you know so like she wanted to meet jen shaw so she tagged along with her husband mike hoping that you know she would be able to rub elbows with what she's figured as a small screen celebrity that was how jen met monica that was how the cameras got installed that was how monica was able to access recordings and video footage of jen and so that was how it all came about so she was she was doing this from the get-go and that is so dangerous people want to spin oh. the narrative now yeah people want to spin the narrative now that it was because of you know oh she she wanted to take jen shaw down no she didn't she wanted to rub elbows with jen shaw it's typical monica it's typical nothing my rule with monica is you know she's lying when her lips are moving because that girl is incapable of telling the truth I know. Let me ask you, a lot of people have a lot of different uh, theories and opinions about whether or not uh, her and her mom, if, if it's all for the cameras. I don't think it's like I, I do think that they have a very volatile relationship, but I do think that they are very aware of the cameras. I think I feel like 
mo- the mother especially is very aware because a lot of the scenes including a Greek Easter she almost seems like she's acting for the cameras like yeah. the emotions and stuff they don't bring is genuine and authentic it seems like like she's almost scripted she like is like planned out everything she's gonna say and stuff in a very unnatural way I I also feel like um you know and in this part two reunion we go through Monica's freaking 10 different last names she's Monica Linda yeah. Darnell Del- oh, Delgado. Yeah, Delgado Garcia Fowler so like, have you ever had that many last names I know I haven't and no so here so here was the thing and then her explanation didn't really make any sense I mean maybe it made sense in her head but it didn't really make sense to me it, yeah I was trying to follow that I'm like still what I get Fowler I get Garcia no I get Fowler I get Delgado oh no Darnell I don't get I don't get I don't get, I don't get Delgado but here was the thing um, uh, yeah I don't get Delgado she, or Garcia she was saying she was saying well um, you know some of the cast on here they think that you know i i used the name garcia because i was trying to because i wanted to sound more latin so that i could get cast absolutely i think so absolutely after we saw um in part one of the reunion where she said that she emailed the producers and said the show sucked and the rating sucked and you don't have the right cast and then you saw the actual real email yeah pretty much the opposite of what she said yeah it just shows that she's just incapable of honesty whatsoever and even about it, unimportant things it is but it, it also makes me think of you know the first time we actually see monica this season which is the first episode and lisa said something she is like you know i met monica a few times but she doesn't look anything like how she looks now the monica that i met had like blonde hair and she looked white she doesn't look anything like this monica and so i do she looks like she did the ariana grande makeover i will grande started out she was very blonde and very white well see i feel like you know there is some truth to you know her wanting to like really amp up that latina side just so that she would be cast she felt like you know that would because she doesn't have the money she doesn't have like the house she doesn't have the status doesn't have the house so I feel like, you know, her her in with production was saying that she was Jen Shaw's assistant, which Marillo also talked about that. She, he, he said she was never Jen's assistant. So, OK, so that was how that was how Jen and Monica met. It had nothing to do with Koa, the designer or anything like that. It was because they were looking for a handyman online and Mike won the bid again it's one of those things that are kind of like Angie's list that you could just yeah. freaking go on and so Mike came over to the house and and he bought his wife so you know we could all assume that she wanted to tag along when she realized that it was Jen Shaw's house that was getting installed and she because Mike was the one that was installing all of the security cameras that she was able to program it where everything went to her phone I mean guys that is oh, fucking so insane creepy. oh my god she like coach shaw needs to file a criminal report against her are you kidding me so oh my creepy. goodness it's just the, the, the calculatedness of all of this 
see, and, and, and I kind of feel like she's a pervert because that's like a pervert move. That's like a that's a peeping that's tom. That? That's a peeping that? tom. That's a pervert. And that's a pervert. That's a peeping tom. That's like what I these perverts do. Movie where someone did that, like <laughs> set up cameras in someone's houses and then watch them from afar. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a pervert. That's yeah. that is a peeping tom. Winning the creepiest housewife of the year award, Monica. <laughs> okay, so that is how Monica and Jen met each other. Now, from there, they they you know started kind of hanging out more because I guess I guess it wasn't like a one-day job right I, I guess he had a like uh I, I I mean I don't know like you know their house seems pretty big so um yeah and even the rentals because I'm pretty sure like they probably have the security system installed in the rentals too because yeah yeah, because we saw we, we we saw a lot of footage um, and and stuff like that. But anyway, so it, it wasn't a one day. How Maurice um, Marillo? I was going to say Mauricio. How Marillo? <laughs> how how Marillo explained it was that it was you know something where she just came back like with her husband every single time he had to do work whatever he she would come attack along and that was how you know she was able to kind of weasel her way into jen's uh friendship and then from there it was just you know they would hang out a lot um you know they they would go have dinner they would go to bars and stuff like that and it, he said that she was never jen's assistant but that you know when she was saying that oh she used to run errands for her and stuff like that it was and very minimal she wasn't getting paid she wasn't getting paid errands, so yeah makes she, her a sucker if this is true well according to marillo he says it's not true that he, she was never jen's assistant but you know she had pretended to be a friend of sorts and that you know occasionally she did run errands for jen's shop but it was but, because like as a friend not really as a friend but it was because one night monica had caught up jen like hysterically crying and you know Marillo and Jen, they didn't know what was going on because Monica had told them stuff about, you know, her home situation and they knew how volatile it was and, and like, you know, they didn't know what was going on and all this other stuff. So they were really concerned and it actually turned out that Monica was so hysterical because she said that her, she, she needed like $2,500 for uh because her car was going to get repoed it was going to get repoed the next day and all this other stuff so she had asked jen for twenty five hundred dollars jen gave her the twenty five hundred dollars and then it was monica never paid her back that money so since monica Shocker. never paid her back that yeah so since my well i'm mean, come on she couldn't even pay two thousand dollars to heather you know for botox but anyway, so God. since Monica never paid that money back, she was basically like running errands for Jen as like basically paying off that amount that she owed Jen. And then, you know, her and Koa got close together. And then when, you know, when uh, Koa and Jen had that falling out, you know, Monica decided to like be closer with Koa, I guess. And but by that time, like Jen basically knew who was like her real friends and who yeah. weren't. 
And um, Marillo also said that there was like so many, like he lists so many occasions where Monica had tried to get on uh, on the Bravo cameras. Uh, one occasion he said was that, you know, she went all the way down to a restaurant where Jen was at, hoping that she would be filmed. And Jen was like, no, like, no like <laughs> like she wouldn't even pay her any mind or anything so it was like i mean i don't know she has four daughters and i could only imagine that her oldest daughter brie she's pro- she's 18 years old but she probably has never got to enjoy her teenage life because her it's crazy ass mother has to yeah her crazy ass mother leaves her home with the kids she has to parent she basically has the oldest daughter seems like she's basically taking on the role of mom and she even seems like she's taking on the role of monica's mom yes yes i mean even she turns to her daughter for support in the same way you or i maybe turn to our parent for support i know i know like like, even that i feel bad for the daughter i feel like monica's put a lot on this girl and she doesn't get to enjoy her youth. She yeah. does not get to enjoy her youth. And the thing, let her be a teenager. Well, see, I feel like I feel like that's so selfish of Monica, and she doesn't even realize it. Like, like so. Look, Monica was a young mom, so she probably didn't get to enjoy her like young adulthood either. And I feel like because she didn't get to enjoy her young adulthood, she's putting that same psycho onto her oldest daughter and it's kind of like okay well now you're 18 you could watch all your little sisters and I'm just going to live my 20s that I never got to live even though I'm 40 now <laughs> that's like she's 20 I know so I, I feel like that's her I feel like that's her mentality that's the way of her thinking like okay well you're 18 now so you you need to watch all of your siblings while mommy gets to live out her 20s and her but 40s you notice, I think it's like a family trait because her mom's the same way her yeah mom acts like she's much younger than she really is or it has the maturity of someone much younger yeah well there's I, I, so I get why oh, Monica on. does not like the, the like her mom. I mean, her, her mother, from what we observed, is pretty toxic. Yeah, it is. But at what age do you, as a forty-year-old woman, take responsibility for your own actions? Well, yeah, yes, I fully agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think at a certain point in your life, you need to take accountability for your actions. You can't blame your childhood forever. At a certain age, you have to grow up, or you're never gonna advance in the world either emotionally or any in any way i think as long as she keeps playing the victim she's never gonna take accountability because her monica's whole mo seems to be throw a stone when somebody goes tries to you know throw the stone back then she plays victim so she looks like the one who's innocent and all of it yeah, and and the way she plays her victimization is bringing up her shitty mom, her shitty childhood, yeah. and all this other she's stuff. Like, so. She brings that up. If anyone confronts her about anything, she turns on the waterworks, and it's all about, you know, how shitty her childhood was. You're forty years old, lady. You have four kids <laughs> to take care of. You need yeah. to move on. A lot of people have shitty mothers. You need to go to therapy then. Not- uh, yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> you need to let, take responsibility at this point. You're okay, let me ask. This. Let me ask you, Catherine. You think she's coming back? I think she's coming back because mostly because I don't see how after the explosion of I mean, it's, 
this was like scandal almost. I mean, not to the extreme, but in terms of like fuzziness around celebritydom. Celebritydom. I don't think that's yeah. a word. But. And I think because she created so much buzz from the show, they're going to have to bring her out. But I don't know how they're going to do it because no one's fo- willing to film with her. I really well, think it's going to be like this, season two, Daniel Staub, and they're going to bring, of New Jersey, and they're going to bring, like, friends of for Danielle or Monica to film with. Um, well, she's friends with that uh, Donna, Dana, what's her name? Dana? Dana. 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 Yeah, she's friends with that Dana, so she might film with her. Because um, yeah, that's the only way I could see, what I see is them bringing in friends, and then I can see Whitney Kraken. Well, that's basically what happened with uh, New Jersey on season two. Danielle Stop was filming a lot with Kim G. Yeah. Yeah. So she could probably film with um, Dana or whatever her name is. And I I mean, I don't I, I, I don't know, because then it's like when you have too many friends, I well, here's the thing, though, like nobody I don't like I I don't see anybody oh Jeff Lewis was on last night Jeff Lewis yes, was on I saw part of that he was on watch what happens live and no he was like you know I would be checking my wallet I would be nailing shit to yeah. my and then he said you know Andy I know you have like a really big fraud thing have you have you checked to see if it's Monica <laughs> <laughs> so you can't trust she's completely untrustworthy and proven herself to be completely untrustworthy yeah I mean what I you... would I would not go back to her but I know Whitney will Whitney will Whitney will um we have not heard anything about casting she was not offered a contract yet, but do you think anybody was offered a contract yet? And I also, I, oh, go on. Was, I was under the impression that they don't get contracts until the full reunion is played on television and they get fan reaction. That's it, when I think they send out contracts. You know, there there's also been rumors that um, she had name dropped in that leak footage that she would I see this this woman records everybody she even records her own mother <laughs> like she's she even records her own mother yeah, having no, a fight yeah. with her um so in that footage of her and her mom fighting where she's like you know you're an actress and all this other stuff um in there she was like I was great Lori said I was great so now Lori is one of the executive producers at Shed Media and there is rumors i don't know how true it is or not but there is rumors that um lori is she was telling jen shaw's people what was going to happen with the season and because of that um because she was leaking info about the filming production what was going to happen with the season that she is in jeopardy of losing her job if she hasn't already lost it (laughs) what do you think about that i think with um i'm not sure what direction you're going the other one she reminds me of do you do you watch oc the oc yeah, the Real Housewives of Orange County. 
Um, I haven't watched it in a while. The last time I watched it, there was like this cringe as fuck scene where um, Eddie and Tamara were like naked in a bathtub or a oh, hot tub that, or something. That's shit. going back away. Well, there was somebody on two seasons ago named Noella who reminded me a lot of Monica. Very big personality, a lot of theatrics. And they didn't bring her back. And I thought they would have because she was so outrageous. So mm-hmm. there's a chance they don't bring Monica back. I, but was she a fan favorite? Or did she bring the ratings? I don't know if it's her. This is what I think. She makes good TV, but she's pretty much given all she can in one season. What left does she have to give? We're not going to find out about another Finsta unless she's Jen Shaw yeah. and starts defrauding people. <laughs> I kind of feel like she's kind of shot done early. Like, she did, and Lisa, yeah, and and Lisa Barlow actually tweeted this when she was kind of like live tweeting while the episode was airing. She wrote something like, you know, when when you play all your cards, you're out. Exactly. I mean, I don't think she has any more cards to play. I think she, and this was not smart of her strategically. I think she used everything in her first season, but now she has no cards left to play for other seasons. So I don't think she's going to have anything else left to give other than telling people they're old. What? what you know um, what? But, go on. I think Lisa's only nine years older than you, so she's not that old. Well, it's not even that. It's like Monica says it like like she doesn't think she will get old. It's exactly. like... It's... <laughs> I'm like, what do you think's going to happen to you when you're 49? <laughs> Sweetie, this is... I always think insulting people about their age is so stupid because everybody, if you're lucky, you will age. Yes. Well, I mean, maybe she thinks she could still keep on stealing Botox and fillers. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Let me ask you, do you think she stole Lisa's ring? I wouldn't cut anything past Monica. Um, I think she stole it. I think she stole it. I wouldn't. And I feel really bad now that we know how Lisa explained in the first part of the reunion how that was actually a present for her for having Henry, like her, bu- yeah. her what they call push present. Yeah. And I felt really bad because at first it was six day K right. I felt bad because that's a lot of money. That but is a lot of money. Sentimental value for her, for Lisa. So for Monica to do that is really, really shitty. Do you think she did it, though? I think she did it. I think she stole it. I think there's a good chance. I think there's a good chance. Just like Jeff Lewis said, I would check my wallet the minute Monica walked out of the room. That girl is incapable of truth. Okay, let me ask you this question. Do you think, because there's a lot of rumors, a lot of theories, a lot of opinions about this also. Do you think production knew that she was reality Vontese? I do. And there's a reason why. Um, Bravo is a multi-billion dollar network. Yes. They have, and I, um, they have vetting teams where the people, you know, they go through the process of vetting um, housewives. I don't think there's any way they possibly couldn't have known they and i think they said wow this is a great storyline opportunity and let's went for it i think they had to have known do you think unless they're really incompetent fans can find this stuff out fans can find this stuff out bravo has to know 
Well, none of the fans found it out because it was never revealed. <laughs> Not that part. In general, in, when they bring up stuff like Bravo knows they're not stupid. Well, here was the thing, though. Okay, if 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 the production company knew, like, were they selective on telling Heather about it, or was it something where they're dropping little breadcrumbs, like because I think it's like that. Well, because Tanisha came out and she's been doing a couple of podcast interviews herself. And Tanisha said that she told Heather that was not staged. And she says as far as she knew, um, she was the one that broke it to Heather, that Heather, um, like sh- that production didn't know. So I, I, I don't know, because I kind of feel like how would... I don't think the ladies are, are actresses. You know, Monica thinks she's no, an actress. Monica but does. Monica I know, I thinks think she is one. But... I think production knew, but I don't think any of the housewives knew. So you think they I just think, kept it close to I their vest? I think they kept it close to the vest and might have done a breadcrumb thing. Okay. But I, I, but I think they know. If they don't know, they're kind of an incompetent corporation. They don't. Know. It's, hap- it's happened before. Like there, there was actually a um, MT- It happened with I think MTV or was it VH1? I don't know. There was like a uh, there was like some sort of kind of like a love reality TV series contestant where it's kind of it was kind of like the Bachelor or the Bachelorette, but it was called something else. It was called like but Love Madison. Island. No, it was called like Madison gets Ma- Ma- Madison wants a millionaire. That was what the oh, show was okay. called. Yeah, it was called Madison Wants a Millionaire. And that guy, he was some Canadian guy. And uh, like he ended up killing his wife or something um, <laughs> while he was filming the show. So it was like, yeah, like you. Yeah, like sometimes it just slips up. And there, there was like a lawsuit and, and on MTV sued like the production company. The production company sued the people who do the vetting. Because like these things are all contracted out. Like so... You know, Bodito, this would be like something that Bodito's company would do. They would be like the people that like, you know, Bravo would never hire, you know, Bravo yeah. would never hire Bodito. And um, what what is it? Sirens Media? Sirens Media would never hire Bodito to do the vetting because yeah. he just he's too affiliated with Louie. But this would be like something what Bodito's company would do. You know, they would like do the vetting process for like, you know, a, a production company. So I don't know. It could happen. It could happen. I feel like, you know, here's the other side of the argument. A lot of people are saying, yes, she bought the ratings, but she's fucking unhinged. She's crazy. She's got she's like, a liability. She's a liability. She's she a liability. So that's that's the one. Generally, like I'm at like 80 percent. They'll bring her back. But the 20 percent I, I still question. It's because she is a liability. You don't know what she's going to do. She's and she says some pretty outrageous stuff on TV. And do they want to do they want another Jen Shaw situation? Because it seems like this is the direction that's going. She might I not don't think be they care. elderly people. Well, I mean, she. I, I don't think she'll be as dumb as to do that. But I don't think they care if they have another Jen Shaw. You know, because like we look at all of the housewives franchises there's been multiple housewives that have mugshots since they've got onto the show including monica 
I include like there's been multiple housewives that have filed for bankruptcies. There's been multiple housewives that had to like freaking I don't know go through rehab, prison time, all that stuff. So I don't I don't know. People say she's a liability, but it's like at what like like at what would she be considered a liability? And here is the thing: like you, um, they said that uh, there is like. I don't know if they have to go through a psych eval or not, but Bethany Frankel has said that when she, uh, w- when she was doing Apprentice, she had to do a psych eval. I don't I remember. I was actually going to bring oh, go that on. up because they do a, a survivor to psych evals first. Yes. That's what, when I say um, they have, they have Bravo has a vetting process. That's what I mean. They do psych evals. Uh, real world. My, one of my friends tried out for the MTV's The Real World back mm-hmm. when we were in college a long time ago. Um, and he had to do a psych eval. So I'm wondering if so it's the same. I think that's part of the deal when they're choosing a housewife. They have to, because they don't want a situation where the person can't take the heat and kind of falls apart. Well, that's actually what happened in Scandal, isn't it? Didn't she have to, like, didn't Raquel have to check herself into, like, a yes, mental facility? Into, yeah. But I think that was supposedly on her own recognizance, and that didn't have much to do with Bravo. Oh, I definitely think it has to do with Bravo. I think she couldn't take the pressure of, like, the whole fallout from it. I don't mean that. I mean, I don't think Bravo ordered Raquel or Rachel into rehab. Yeah. Well, I'm just was- saying. Well, I, I'm just saying that, like, for me, even like the the psychologist or psychiatrist that is assigned to a franchise or whatever, I feel like yeah. that's just. I feel like that's just something that looks nice on paper, because at the end of the day, it's about the bottom dollar, and I don't really yeah. think that, like, you know, I I do not think that they would ever let anyone go that was like you know i i don't know i just there's just so many problematic housewives and house husbands and they don't get let go so i kind of feel like there's not really much that monica for years yeah Uh, i i just feel like there's not anyone that is problematic enough for bravo to let go including monica and one thing i do think and i agree with is the shows need villains I mean, the villains are kind of what keep the story going. Lisa Rinna, um, Kenya Moore, uh, Leanne Lockett from Real Housewives of Dallas, and now Monica from Salt Lake City. I think she plays a good villain. But see, now here's here's the thing, and Jeff Lewis makes a great point. You know, if we're just like Housewives is supposed to be like this very elite. Uh, like luxurious lifestyle where like you know middle American housewives like me and you like when we're watching it we're like oh man look at their beautiful yeah. homes look at the cars that I can't afford look at this yes, look at that escapism so it's like is this op- it's like if if they could cast Monica for something like this but she has like a very tiny little house she said 3,000 square feet that was an that, obvious that's lot that's a bunch of bulls that, yeah. that, I've seen pictures of that house that's no 3,000 square feet I know so it's like you know at this point why don't you just open up you know the the application for like all oh, you know, like like why like why do you even need to have like that luxurious housewife whatever anymore because it seems I, like it's not even that anymore monica's not really a fit for housewives in terms of like look at the 
her, I'm quoting 3,000, air quoting yeah. 3,000 square foot house because we all know it's not. And yeah. she could barely buy a Louis Vuitton purse. She was crying about that in the beginning season. That's not housewife. She belongs on TLC with the rest of the broke bitches there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, so, so. Or love after lockup or something like that. Well, see, so I feel like maybe that would be like the the biggest concern would be like she doesn't really fit into this, you know, luxurious, elegant lifestyle that we're trying to portray for the show. I mean, she, I think I might have more money than Monica. (laughs) And I don't want to see people who have as much money as me. You don't need to see broke people like me. We want to see the Lisa Vanderpumps with the mini horses. And, and the swans. And the swans. That's the, that's the escapism I'm looking for. I want somebody who has swans just for the hell of it. Okay. <laughs> so, you feel Monica's coming back? I think so, just because I think Bravo is ruthless. Okay, is, is this going to be Danielle Stop 2.0? Is is this going to be she's going to get another season uh, think, and then I that's think. it, she's out the door? If she doesn't... Do so you think she'll be I able to come she, back from it? I think she'll come back with it for, with certain housewives. Like Whitney, I can see caving. Um, Lisa, I don't see caving. No. Angie K, I don't know. Um, Meredith, I, I can see. I, can I, see I see Meredith. I could see Meredith caving. I, I can see, see her Meredith. Caving. Yeah. I can see Meredith caving. So I think, and, and I yeah, think expect. Monica is savvy enough to go to get forgiveness from in order to maintain her spot on the show. I can see her going right well, to Whitney and giving her her sob story, believing all the bullshit. Well, there's a reason why she was seated next to Meredith and Whitney. I mean, they didn't really defend her, but they also didn't really go at her either. <laughs> no. Yeah. So. So I think those are her two, both her best potential allies. Mm-hmm. If she continues. And I, I really think Whitney's the first one because Whitney, you know, Whitney has a long history of problems with her family. So I can see Monica mm-hmm. putting the sob story on about her mom and Whitney believing mm-hmm. it. And she's basically, there's my good friend, the Bravo Durham on Twitter, likes to call her Konica. (laughs) 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 And that's what she is, because she'll know, she knows, she's savvy enough to know what to say to people to either bother them or make them feel sorry for her. Yeah, but then what would her, like, what would her, her storyline be? Like, okay, even if she makes it in good with... I don't think she's going to have a storyline other than mending mending fences with people and she doesn't have money well and she doesn't have money to host anything no does bravo when they host things does bravo pay for that or does the house no some things they will like if it's if it's a full cast event then bravo will expense it but if it's um you, you know like certain events they will expense but if if like you're having something like what um what Jen was doing, like Coach's 50th birthday party, they, yeah. that's on you, you know, but okay. um, like, yeah, but you know, like they expense all of like the cash trips. They don't give them spending money, but what they do give is like, they'll pay for the, 
uh, like you know the hotels. They'll pay for the flight and, and, and stuff like that. And I think they pay for the alcohol too. The alcohol and the food, you know, they'll pick up the food bill yeah. and stuff like that. But they're not like they're not giving you like spending money to go buy a Birkin bag or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. I, I would be hiring up. I'd be lining up to be a housewife if they did that. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it, you know, it is a nice gig. You get to be on TV. You get recognition, and that along, and especially if you've got a business yeah. you're trying to promote, like Bethany did with Skinny Girl. It's giving、yeah. you a perfect venue to advertise nationwide when you would not have that opportunity if you were not a housewife. But look, everybody like look, everybody loves to have a villain. I feel like she's just as toxic as Danielle Stop was, and、oh, you know、yeah. Danielle Danielle Stop was kind of the victim,、uh, the victim and the villain of New、yeah. Jersey. And you know she couldn't really bounce back on her second season, and then she came back as a friend of, but it was never like they would. She she was too much of a, I guess, liability for them to ever like cast her as a full time. So she was always just you know, when she came back, she came back as Teresa's friend. So I kind of feel like at this point though, like. Yeah, she could make up with Whitney, but Whitney does not have a genuine relationship with Monica. All the other women do have a genuine、uh, a genuine relationship with one another. I feel like Angie H would be a good villain. She has the money, and she's a little bit messy. She likes to stir the pot. I feel like she would be a good villain. I'm surprised、so、they didn't bring her、know. back. I'm surprised too. I'm surprised too. I don't know. Maybe they're just. I don't know. I don't know. But it, it, it's just. I, I do. You know, here's the thing. I hate making these sort of predictions because, like, even with like over there in New Jersey, everybody kept on saying it's down to Melissa and Teresa. They have to decide. It's down to Melissa and Teresa.、Yeah. And then what happens? They they brought them both back. So it's like I I don't know. Like I I, I feel like. I、yeah. actually think that might be a good comparison. Well, after Real Housewives of New Jersey, which which is kind of splitting its cast this season because of the Melissa and Teresa of it all,、yeah. um, I think that might give us maybe an insight into what's going to happen with Monica. Because if it's successful doing it like that and the ratings are good, they'll keep splitting the cast, and then she'll get to just film with friends, and Monica can stay. I, I, I don't know because, like, eventually, Monica, you're gonna have to host events. You're gonna have to do something. Like,、yeah. there's only so much that, like, she doesn't have. I'm trying to remember what Brandy Glanville did because Brandy Glanville is the closest that reminds me of Monica. Not the line, but just having.、Uh, but didn't but didn't Brandy but didn't Brandy have but didn't Brandy have money though? I, she, I definitely had more money than Monica. Yeah, for sure, she had more money. But、uh, compared to, she wasn't, she wasn't at that level of wealth. Okay. Like all her houses were always rented. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't even think Monica could like of like. First of all, there's she she wouldn't be able to have any event at her home because her home is very small. It's like it's under fifteen. It's too tiny. It's under fifteen hundred square feet. So it's like where would she even hold? Like she wouldn't even be able to host an event 
at you know whatever but she doesn't have any she doesn't have any money to host any events in like an outside um revenue and like what would her event be it would just be like you know maybe having like you know create fake instas no like control other housewives 101 but do you actually think that on any of the other ladies would like trust her to be in their home to be in their business i wouldn't no she did to meredith mark i know she wasn't the one who stole well you were there you knew what was happening I know. And, and then, then to like, lie to yeah. say you went into her store when you had never been in her store. When she's video footage of you being in her store. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, like, I do think that she has a very good chance of coming back just because she bought the ratings. But at the same time, it's like we bring you back. Like, they're going to want to sit down with her. They're going to want to sit down with her and say, okay what is your um what is your storyline arc if we bring you back what is your story like what you got going on yeah, you know what, they, what are you doing <laughs> present their story story for the, that year yeah. and show that they actually have something yeah. going on well and that's why a lot of these housewives they go broke because they also have to like you know nobody's you really interested clothes and events like nobody's really interested in just watching yeah nobody's interested in just watching you sit in your couch eating food so they have to have events where they're hosting and stuff like that and the the bravo network does not pay for every single event a lot of the events you have to put the bill yourself so like how is monica going to even keep up i don't know know (laughs) that's the i'm surprised I'm not surprised they hire Monica, but I'm surprised. The one bit that surprised me is because she, she's not at all. Most of the housewives may not be Lisa Vanderpump, but they're not poor. And they're not, Yeah, they're, you wouldn't even call them middle class. Whereas Monica is squarely middle class. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, girl. But all right, we are going to wrap up, Catherine. Okay. What do you think? What do you think the bombshell for part three is going to be? <laughs> I want info. This is what I wanted. I want the black eye story. I want to know what happened with Jen Shaw and Heather Gay and that black eye. I've been waiting for two seasons. I want my answers. You think? Oh, let me ask you. Do you think Jen did it? Oh yeah. You think she did it? I don't know. I'm, oh. At first, at first, I was like, "Oh, she did it. She definitely did it." But now I'm kind of like on the fence because I'm like, eh, "Do I believe I it? I'm not sure." I could see it being like an accident, but I could see. It. I totally think it's Jen Shaw. Well, we'll see what the story is from. Yeah, from Heather Gay. <laughs> All right, Catherine. It was great talking with you. Great talking to you. All right, reunion down. (laughs) One one reunion down. All right, (laughs) Catherine. Before I disconnect, shout out your username handles on your social media accounts. Sure, my Instagram handles baby gorgeous redux. I wonder who I'm a fan of. (laughs) And my Twitter handle is cat eight seven. All right, thank you so much, Catherine, for recording. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Bye.